2: Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.
0: This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. Ninety-eight seven and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk.
3: Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. No impeachment for Homeland Security Chief. We have the story.
2: Town West Square faces another delinquent Evergy
0: Bill. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm Rodney Price. Improvements are coming to select Wichita Parks and Aquatics facilities. That story is ahead. I'm K-N-S-S, meteorologist and Holiday. A wind advisory goes into effect today across south-central Kansas as more spring-like weather continues. Our complete forecast and how warm we get explained here in just a few minutes.
3: House Republicans have failed to impeach the Homeland Security Chief.
0: House Republicans failed to
4: impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas after charging that he's failed to secure the southern border. A handful of Republicans broke with their party and with Democrats and sank the impeachment vote. Republicans say they'll vote again when Majority Leader Steve Scalise returns from his cancer treatment. Minutes after that vote, the House also failed to pass a $17.6 billion aid package for Israel. Democrats oppose it because they say it undermines the Senate's comprehensive bill, which also has support for Ukraine and border security. That Senate bill also appears headed for defeat after a cascade of Senate Republicans announced their opposition.
3: Fox's Rich Edson reports four House Republicans voted against impeaching Mayorkas in the 216 to 214
2: vote. Parts of the California are facing alarming levels of flooding. This following record levels of rainfall, Los Angeles Fire Department Chief Kristen Crowley says a lot of cleanup remains.
4: The road to recovery may be long, and it requires an all-hands-on-deck approach. Damage assessments have started, and all city departments will continue to coordinate and support
2: our recovery efforts. At least five people are dead after
3: that atmospheric river slammed California. As expected, Tuesday night, President Biden easily won the Democratic primary
5: in Nevada. As the incumbent, President Biden had been widely expected to carry the primary. Author Marion Williamson was also on the ballot. On the Republican side, Nikki Haley faced no major challenger Tuesday in Nevada's presidential primary, but still lost His voters had a choice to reject all the candidates on the ballot and instead choose to vote for none of these candidates. That choice came out on top. Thanks to a change in state law in 2021, Nevada will also hold caucuses Thursday, in which former President Trump will participate in, but Haley will not. Ted Lindner, Fox News.
2: Town West Square is delinquent on its Evergy bill again. Officials say the mall's owner has not paid the electric bill and is at risk of having the lights turned off. However, the power for larger stores with their own accounts will not be affected as they are up to date on their payments.
3: The Wichita City Council has approved
0: funding for improvements to playgrounds and pool houses. The council gave the green light to improvements at O.J. Watson Park and Central Riverside Park, along with developing a new interpretive playground at Pratt Wetlands Park. This work will cost the city $425,000. $1.7 million will address deferred maintenance and increase security efforts at municipal pool houses. Troy Houtman Parks Director, explained when the work is planned. And the bulk of the maintenance will be
6: conducted prior to the summer. Uh, we will not uh, cancel or close any pools for this work. It will be worked around the season, the, the pool season.
0: City pools and splash pads will open on Memorial Day, Monday, May 27th. Rodney Price, KNSS News.
2: At today's meeting, the Sedgwick County Commission will proclaim Mental Health Awareness Day. Commission Chair Ryan Beatty tells KNSS News.
5: You know, mental health is, uh, is, a, is a topic that's a pretty robust discussion nowadays. We are certainly in a mental health crisis, and those that don't believe that, you should talk to any teacher in our schools. They will tell you um, that we are in a different environment and we've got to deploy some
0: resources to help alleviate some of these issues.
2: Beatty commented during his weekly visit with Steve and Ted in the morning on KNSS.
3: The National Transportation Safety Board says bolts that helped secure a panel to the frame of an Alaska Airlines 737 MAX 9 were missing. A preliminary report shows... The plug installed in Wichita by Spirit Aerosystems arrived at the Boeing factory in Washington with five damaged rivets. Boeing workers removed the bolts to open the plug and replace the rivets. However, there is no evidence the bolts were ever reattached. KNSS News time now, 7.04, four minutes past seven o'clock. Shocker
2: basketball, home court tonight at Coke Arena. We'll preview the Shockers coming up in sports.
3: Taylor Swift is having a busy week. That story and more just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. K- KNSS Morning News with Steven Ted, now 7.08. Eight minutes past seven o'clock. Taylor Swift is having a week of big events, globetrotting, and media attention that is rare even for a star of her stature. After winning Album of the Year at the Grammys in Los Angeles, she's off to Asia. For four stadium shows in Tokyo. Then she'll hustle back to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl to root for romantic partner Travis Kelsey and his Kansas City Chiefs.
2: At today's meeting, the Sedgwick County Commission is going to hear a quarterly report on finances. Commission Chair Ryan Beatty tells Kagan SS News. Uh, we
5: have great financial leadership uh, in our finance department, county management. We also have you know, years and years and years of, of good stewardship from, from previous uh, commissions. So We'll do the quarterly financial report, and uh, it'll be good news. And we've set ourselves up really well to, uh, to make sure that we're able to provide the services that we need in this community.
2: Beatty commented during his weekly visit with Steve and Ted in the morning on KNSS.
3: A New Hampshire father accused of killing his daughter smiled in court as jury selection begins. Adam
5: Montgomery is charged with beating his five-year-old daughter, Harmony, to death and covering up the murder for more than two years. He's charged with spending months moving her body before disposing of it. Harmony's remains have never been found. Police believe he pummeled her in the head with a closed fist until she died. A newspaper photo shows Montgomery entering the courtroom for jury selection, smiling with his tongue out. Gary Baumgarten. Fox News.
2: Scientists in Massachusetts making progress in the diagnosis of a brain disease.
6: Researchers at Boston University say they're closer to diagnosing chronic traumatic encephalopathy, or CTE, in people who are still alive. Historically, CTE has only been diagnosed after a person dies and an autopsy is performed. The new study looks at the connection between cognitive and behavioral symptoms and protein buildup in the brain that marks CTE with the severity of problems with memory and executive function. Neuropathologists looked at 11 brain regions commonly affected in CTE in 364 brain donors, using information about the donor's symptoms as supplied by family members and friends. The researchers say their findings are one step closer to making a diagnosis in life rather than death. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News.
3: House
5: Democrats heading out on their annual retreat. President Biden and Vice President Harris are expected to head to Virginia for what's considered the issues conference for House Democrats. The caucus could use the event to craft their strategy and messaging for the rest of the year, which includes a competitive election for control of the House. Democrats are trying to flip enough competitive seats in states like New York and California as Republicans only control the House by a handful of seats. This will be President Biden's third address at the retreat, and he's hoping to unite the party ahead of Election Day. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7-Eleven, 11 minutes past 7 o'clock.
4: And right now in Wichita, heaviest traffic that I'm seeing and slowest is, uh, MacArthur between Oliver and K-15, also, uh, K15 northbound right there at Oliver. Uh, things appear to be uh, pretty backed up and a little bit slow in that area right now. Traffic update 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm
3: Jad Chambers. And now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronell Williams. Good morning, Ronell.
1: Good morning, Steve and Ted. How are you guys doing? We're just doing Sweet.
3: Sweet. We're great. Thank
1: you. Yeah, I feel like things haven't been too bad out there. Just try not to get blown away as we uh, go through our Wednesday. Those winds, definitely a lot stronger out there. My co-anchor Alexis Padilla and I, we were out on the KSM patio. It was a little bit breezy out there, but you know, it's still early too. We still have the rest of the day to go. So uh, therefore, if anybody's listening right now and you drive high profile vehicles, school buses, uh, any kind of bus, really uh, semis, you know, things like that. We know how our Kansas winds can get, especially on our interstates and highways. So just make sure that you're still traveling, driving safely, despite not seeing any fog out there this morning. So basically we'll ditch the fog, but now we take on those uh, gusty winds out there and this is also why Sedgwick County is under a wind advisory as we go through the day Uh, gusts up to possibly getting up to 45 miles an hour maybe pushing 50 miles an hour at times so it is going to be definitely uh, windy out there more wind than we've seen uh, compared to the last few days there's also going to be more clouds 10% chance of a shower maybe an isolated rumble of thunder late afternoon and especially towards our evening hours 59 degrees for a high though so those strong south winds they are going to help us out in the temperature department help keep us pretty mild out there mostly cloudy skies tonight with a 20 percent chance of those showers continuing and also still could hear a rumble of thunder during the overnight too. 47 degrees for a low though so it looks like we'll continue to stay well above freezing Turning partly cloudy tomorrow. It looks like most of the rain should wrap up by the time a lot of us uh, wake up early tomorrow morning. And it's going to be a bit warmer than today. 65 degrees for a high. Still going to be a gusty day, though, with those winds out of the southwest. Friday, dry all day. 59 degrees. So we'll have that last mild day before temperatures start to cool down over the weekend. Dropping down to 50 degrees on Saturday. Not terrible uh, temperature-wise. We'll also have a 10% chance of rain. But then during the night, heading into early Sunday, we'll have to watch out for a 20% chance of a mixture of rain and snow. It's also going to turn colder, too, with a high of only 45 to wrap up the weekend. Drying out into the early part of next week. And we should continue to stay dry with a partly cloudy sky, at least through Wednesday, with high temperatures in the low to middle 50s. Right now, we're at 47 degrees, mostly cloudy skies. South breeze at 17 miles an hour, making it feel more like 40. So it is a little bit chilly out there, but we know it could be bitterly cold, which it's not.
3: All right. Thank you, Ronell. The uh, KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronell Williams. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS Wednesday. February 7th, 2024. On this date in 2021, after moving south to a new team and conference, Tom Brady led the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to a 31-9 Super Bowl victory over the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs fans don't want to hear about that. On the Buccaneers' home field. That was one of those days, what, three years ago. Country singer Garth Brooks having a birthday. He's 62 years old today. Garth Brooks, a graduate of Oklahoma State University. Very wealthy man and married to somebody named Trisha. Trisha Yearwood. She makes him a lot of nice food there in Oklahoma. Uh, she, she's a good cook. Mm-hmm. How about that? Some people are irreplaceable. You know, quote, You know, I think Michael Jordan was irreplaceable for the Bulls, and I think Elon Musk is certainly irreplaceable for Tesla, said Gulf Bank and Trust President Guy Williams this week when talking to WWL's Newell Normand. They were discussing the news from last week that a Delaware judge struck down Musk's 50, $56 billion pay package. A judge wouldn't approve $56 billion. According to Reuters, Kathleen McCormick of Delaware's Court of Chancery said the amount is unfathomable. <laughs> well, just because you can't understand it doesn't mean the man shouldn't get paid, right? $56 billion. That's pretty good money, Ted. Well, according tech. to the court... Yeah, of course. It you can get more details on that at, K- at KNSSradio.com. Huh. $56 billion. What's a what weather beat. A nice pay package there. Yeah. But he doesn't get it. Yeah. All right, coming up on 716, Stephen Ten in the morning here on KNSS. It is time for a look at sports this morning with Ted Woodward. Ted. Here we are, four days away from the Super Bowl. The
2: Kansas City Chiefs taking on the San Francisco 49ers. That'll be Sunday night in Las Vegas. You can hear the game right here on KNSS. So here we go. Chief's head coach Andy Reed getting ready for it four days out.
5: Um, look forward to the challenge of playing the 49ers heck of a football team.
3: Uh, these teams that the last two teams standing here uh, we're, we're honored to be
5: one of them.
2: Of course, there's always this speculation that coach Reed might retire at any point. He's in the middle of a pretty great run here. Reaction from that, here's Chiefs owner Clark
6: Hunt. I've been fascinated to see the number of articles out there speculating about uh, Andy's future. I I have no sense from him uh, that he's ready to hang it up. Uh, He loves what he's doing. He is energized uh, by this team. Um, He has one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Uh, So I'm not expecting him to, to step down at the end of the season. And uh, look forward, hopefully, to him coaching the Chiefs for many more years. And, and I know he loves uh, coaching Pat- Patrick, the, the two of them. Uh, you know, their minds, I think, really think alike. <clears throat> and uh, uh, he, Andy's in the middle of one of the greatest runs in NFL history right now in terms of AFC Championship success, Super Bowl success. So uh, hopefully that's a motivating factor for him to stay with us for a long time. There
2: you go. Once again, Chiefs owner Clark Hunt. Talking about uh, head coach Andy Reid. Like we said, Super Bowl is four days out. You can hear it Sunday night right here on KNSS. And don't forget our weekly Thursday morning feature, "The Minute with Mitch," with the play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs coming up exactly one hour from now. We'll get a sixty-second preview of the Super Bowl on "A Minute with Mitch." Oh, that's tomorrow. Yeah, today's Wednesday. Well, you're ahead my of my personal yourself. secretary, Jad. Is <laughs> I guess I'm jumping the. I I just <laughs> I guess I can't wait. Yeah. Our Minute with Mitch is tomorrow. That's right. <laughs> well, so tune in tomorrow for that. Yeah, there you go.
3: <laughs>
2: I'm just getting all hyped up here, man. All right. <laughs> so we're four days out from the Super Bowl Chiefs and the 49ers on Sunday here on KNSS. Hey, let's go to the NBA. Last night, the Indiana Pacers win at home. Beat the Houston Rockets 132-129. to 129. Coming off the bench for the Pacers, Buddy Heald, who played at Sunrise Christian Academy in Bel Air. Here's the action on Bally. Indiana.
5: Siakam got up as Thompson was bringing it to him. Here's Buddy for three, and the Pacers back in front. Yeah, Siakam gets the steal. Buddy gets the bucket.
2: Buddy healed, 12 points, six assists. The Pacers get the win at home. Back-to-back wins for the Pacers. They're in the number six spot in the Eastern Conference. All right, we have college men's basketball tonight at Coke Arena. Wichita State hosting UTSA. One of the new members of the American Conference, the Shockers and the Roadrunners, meet for the first time as conference foes. It's their first meeting period in 20 years. There's only five home games left for the Shockers starting tonight. Five games left at home. At home. And uh, the Shocks are a a nine-and-a-half-point favorite coming into this one tonight. The Shockers and the Roadrunners, Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl, begin their pregame coverage at 5.30 p.m. The game will tip off at 6.30 this evening at Coke Arena. Listen live to the Shockers on 103.7 KEYN. Big JUCO men's basketball matchup tonight. Two top 20 teams matching up. 20th ranked Butler Community College on the road, visiting the third ranked team in the nation, Barton County. Barton comes in at 21-1 on a 12 game winning streak. Butler has won three in a row with a record of 17-4. Dennis Higgins will have live coverage of the Butler Grizzlies. Big game tonight, seven fifteen this evening. Listen to the Butler Grizzlies on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Happy birthday today to a pretty good pitcher that came through here. Charlie Puleo is 69 years old today. Pitched for the Wichita Arrows in 1984. He won eight games for the Arrows that season on his way to a career of eight years in the major leagues. Charlie, in fact, was involved in a trade. The New York Mets ended up trading Charlie Paleo and others to the Cincinnati Reds to acquire, reacquire a guy named Tom Seaver. Charlie Paleo was involved in one of the Tom Seaver trades. Former Wichita Aero's pitcher Charlie Paleo, it's his birthday. He is 69 years old today.
3: And that's sports with Stephen Ted. 721 now. Keep it here for a house call for health. Why do many kids stop playing sports? That's on the way with Stephen Tad here on KNSS. This is Stephen
0: Tad on 98 7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve
3: McIntosh, Ted Woodward. 47 degrees this morning. The Senate will consider a bipartisan border security plan, but prospects
5: are quickly dimming. Border and immigration provisions tied the billions of dollars in aid to Ukraine and Israel are unlikely to advance beyond a Senate procedural vote as Republicans increasingly signal opposition to the measure negotiated for months.
0: Doing nothing is not an option. President Biden
5: puts the blame on crumbling support on former President Trump, arguing he wants a political issue, not a solution.
0: Frankly,
3: they owe it to the American people to show some spine. And do what they know to be right.
5: The president says if the measure fails, he'll remind voters every day until November why the border is not secure. Trump and the MAGA Republicans said no. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News.
2: A reporter for a weekly Kansas newspaper police raided last year is suing the hometown and local officials, saying the raid caused her physical and mental health problems. Marion County record reporter Phyllis Zorn is seeking $950,000 in damages in the federal lawsuit that she filed yesterday. The defendants include the city of Marion, its former mayor, its former police chief, and the current interim police chief. The lawsuit claims co-conspirators who deprived her of her civil rights. Officers raided the newspaper's offices in August last year. The police chief then said he was investigating how the paper had accessed a local restaurant owner's state driving record.
3: The Kansas Bureau of Investigation has arrested a Kansas teacher on sex crime charges. KBI
2: agents arrested a 38-year-old Topeka man on a warrant for rape and aggravated criminal sodomy. In May of 23, the KBI initiated an investigation after a former student reported incidents that took place between January and May of 2018 when the suspect was her music teacher at USD 452 in Johnson City, Kansas. The suspect is currently employed at a Topeka school but was placed on administrative leave last June when KBI agents brought the investigation to the attention of school officials. The investigation is ongoing. Formal charges are pending. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. The racetrack at the state fairgrounds in Hutchinson asking for the community's help preparing for this year's racing season. Sponsor Phil Nightingale says they could use water trucks to help get the tracks into condition.
1: To race safely right now, I need about three panels uh, that need to be replaced to make it safe. And so maybe we'll need three or four, depending on how many cars hit the walls through the year, whatever I'll need.
3: First race scheduled for July. Crime is, is a growing concern in one California city. Last year, violent crimes and felonies fell in America's biggest cities. But in Oakland, they only went up. Robberies were up 38 percent. Burglaries up 23 percent. Motor vehicle theft up 44 percent. It's actually so bad that according to a San Francisco Chronicle analysis, roughly one out of every 30 Oakland residents had a car stolen last year. Some Oakland residents say they're just over it. California Governor Gavin Newsom announced he is taking action on this. He's deploying 120 California Highway Patrol officers to the Oakland area to try and surge law enforcement and crack down on the growing crime. Fox's Bill Malusian reporting. A McPherson County Corrections deputy is accused of taking banned items into the jail. 24-year-old Cheyenne Ratley is charged with one count of introducing contraband into a jail facility by an officer. Officials have not said exactly what the contraband is. Ratley is awaiting extradition back to Kansas. Now we'll look at the forecast with KNSS staff
0: meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan Good morning. Cloud cover continues to spread into Wichita here early on, but the temperature today, well above average. For this time in February, we may reach 60 this afternoon. Wind gust out of the south, 25 to 35 miles per hour. Areas of light rain this evening are low dips to 48, sunny and 65 tomorrow. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Now partly
3: cloudy, 47 degrees, and we have a south wind at 17 miles per hour. Hat man jacks. The nation's third-largest hat store can help you find just the right hat for any lifestyle. With changes in season coming soon, make sure you're ready for any kind of weather. Hatman Jack's is open Tuesday through Saturday, just north of Riverfront Stadium, at the to Clock Tower in Delano. Stephen's Ten in the morning here on KNSS, 7:34 on this Wednesday morning. Yesterday's high temperature. In Wichita, it was a a very pleasant 54 degrees. Yeah, nice. Normal high for the date is uh, about 47. Fifteen years ago, bourbon barons poured whiskey out on the steps of the Kentucky Capitol to protest a looming tax increase on the spirits industry. Tuesday, city industry industry leaders reassembled with a bipartisan group of Kentucky leaders to toast the bourbon sector's record growth. According to a study released Tuesday, Kentucky's bourbon industry pumps $9 billion into the Bluegrass State's economy each year. Big deal for the Kentucky economy. Yep. Creating more jobs and attracting more tourists than ever before. Kentucky has uh, 100,000 licensed distilleries operating. Oh, my God. I make that 100. Oh, okay. I was going to say. 100 licensed distilleries operating in more than a third of the state's 120 counties. So there you go. It, of course, is a big big industry. It's a big industry in Kentucky. Here's uh, one for you. If you feel a little old this morning, how about this? A former Royal Air Force pilot has taken to the skies in a Spitfire at 102 years old. Oh, my gosh. Jack Hemmings, an ex-squadron leader with Britain's Air Force, is believed to be the oldest pilot to fly the World War II plane. His 20-minute flight from an airfield in southern England Monday was to raise money for a charity he co-founded nearly 80 years ago. Oh my God! Ooh. The veteran, who had never flown a Spitfire before, said it was absolutely delightful being back behind the controls. Though he said the ride was very bumpy. Ooh. Hemings was raised, uh, raising funds for Mission Aviation Fellowship. That's a Christian organization that uses the planes to deliver relief medicine, and emergency cargo to countries in need around the world. So there you go. Bless his heart. Yep. Stephen, 10 of the morning here on KNSS, 735 now. Did we? Was his mm. name in that story? Yes. Uh, Wait, hang on a second. Jack, uh,
2: Jack Hemmings. Okay. I was hoping he would have like a British name. Yeah. Yeah. Nigel or something. Jack.
3: Well, Jack Hemmings. Jack. <laughs> Sounds like a Brit to me. 7.36 now. Steve and Ted in the morning. Of course, been talking a lot to this week's about Super Bowl coming up. Mm-hmm. gosh kind of Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Four days
2: away. Mm.
3: Are you ready? Oh, well. I don't I don't know. It, it just, doesn't matter whether I am or not. The game's going to happen when it happens. To me, it's just, it's another game. But, of course, I like the Chiefs, love the Chiefs. So, we've had a, had a great time following them the past couple, three, four years. Watching these guys and different personalities come in. Some go, some are coming in, some are going. It's always something happening with the Chiefs. And uh, of course, we'll have the game right here on 98 7 and a 1330 KNSS. Definitely. Sunday night? Uh, according to a new American Gaming Association survey, a mm-hmm. record 67.8 million Americans are expected to bet on Super Bowl 58. 60, almost 68 million. That's 20, 26% of U.S. adults, one in four. One in four. Yeah. It's also a 35% increase from last year. Oof. Overall, people plan to wager a total of $23.1 billion on the big game, which is up from $16 billion last year. Quite an increase. And for the record, bettors are nearly split on the outcome of the game, with 47% planning to bet on the Kansas City Chiefs and 44% planning to bet on the San Francisco 49ers. So. And you said who's the favorite in this? Not the, the Chiefs aren't the favorite. I mean, are the 49ers are slight favorites. Slight favorites. so. There you go. But uh, the Chiefs don't care about that. Yeah, let's play football. They've been underdog for the last two weeks. They have they won both those games. They have. Super Bowl Sunday is the second biggest eating day of the year. Second biggest? Yep. Right after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving? Yeah. Okay. So people having all these parties and whatnot. Hmm. Each team gets one hundred eight Super Bowl footballs each handcrafted at the wilson football factory in ada ohio i'm glad they're american made i did
2: notice that the uh, basketball that was used at a high school game i was at last night was made in vietnam it's like <laughs> we can't even manufacture basketballs anymore <laughs> in america well yeah. i'm glad to hear the uh, super i'm glad to hear the footballs are made right here in america patriot glad to know that
3: the basketballs are made where vietnam
2: yeah the basketball i saw last night was made in vietnam
3: did you I'm sure you had a basketball growing up with your brothers and your sisters. Of course. Do you ever have one that just that was where one would like on a I guess some sort of seam and it would fracture and the black inner part would come out. We had one ball that did that. Yes. <laughs> it would make like this little goiter. Yeah. Made it very tough to dribble. Yeah,
2: when you dribbled and it hit the driveway just right, boing Bang. Well, it ended up in the neighbor's
3: go. yard. Oh, great. All right. Okay, uh, not uh, uh, the bill paying at uh, at Town West Square. Some of the stores there are behind oh on their energy oh, bills man. again. And I just got to be thinking about Town West Square and where that when that place opened in what 1980. Um, before that, if you're a West Sider, you're probably well aware that before Town West went in there, it used to be the Westport Drive-in yeah, there's Theater, big drive-in right there, the a yeah. huge drive-in theater, it was one of the biggest in the country, and. Uh, it's right, you know. When you built town east, they built it right on the edge of Eastboro, which at that time was just about the farthest edge of the city. Yeah, it was right on the edge of a very wealthy community, though Eastboro around there in that mm-hmm. neighborhood. They go out to the west side and they build it right on a, the <laughs> right on the edge of one of the poorest places in town. They used to call it Hoover's Orchard uh, when the kid when I was growing up, but. Uh, Anyway, they, that's it went on for what forty years or so and then now it's kind of hit the skid. Sears went out of there, Dillards went <laughs> yeah, out Some of there. the big tenants left. Is Penny still in?
2: I haven't. You're been asking out the wrong. Yeah, oh. it's still there, isn't it? Yeah. I was in there in the last few months. I haven't been
3: out there in so long. Oh,
4: uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. I just at curiosity I pulled up their website and uh it, they've got a really nice uh website for Town West. It fe- features Six photos, and they're all stock photos. None of them are photos of anything that happened at or in or near Town West. <laughs> they're very
2: obviously all
4: stock photos.
3: Well, everything, everything on the west side kind of move up there right to 21st and May's. Up yeah, in that that's area. where that's where the happening place it, is place now. now. So anyway, there you go, Town West. They'll get that bill paid. They'll get their bills paid. I'm sure. Keep the keep the electricity running, right? Seven forty, Stephen and Ted, and uh, coming up, we've got a uh, see, we've got a Wichita business journal update on the way, and we're going to be talking about Wichita improving on Milken's best performing cities index. Okay, apparently uh, in that index, uh, Wichita has been down a couple of years, making a comeback. Oh, good! I'm glad I'll to tell hear you that. that. Yeah, I'll tell you about that. It's, now I'm excited on the way. Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS.
0: Call from mom.
3: the 10 in the morning, KNSS 746. Here on this Wednesday morning, 47 degrees. Three big things. Three. Town West Square delinquent on its Evergy Bill again. Larger tenants will be okay.
1: Two.
3: Wichita City Council approves funding for improvements to playgrounds and pool houses. One. House Republicans fail in their effort to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas. Three big things. Steve and Ted on KNSS. Still seeing some slow-moving traffic northbound
4: on I-235, approaching the road construction there at I-135 in the North Junction. But now we're starting to see a slowdown eastbound on Kellogg, and it is between Seneca and Meridian. Watch for a slowdown there. Traffic
3: update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Wind advisory today, mostly cloudy and breezy today with a high of 60 degrees. Yesterday's high in Wichita, 54. 30% chance for rain tonight, the overnight low 47. And for Thursday, sunny and breezy. Tomorrow's high, 64 degrees. Now apart the cloudy sky, we have a south wind at 17 miles per hour. 47 degrees at Wichita's severe weather station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. You know what makes a great gift for any occasion? Anything from the Monarch. Shop local for your whiskey lover with gift cards, apparel, and glassware. The Monarch West Douglas in historic Delano. A social media platform rising in popularity as an alternative to X, formerly known as Twitter, is opening up membership to all. All.
5: Fox on Tech. Are you ready for another competitor to X? There might be too many social media platforms already, but those who have tried challenging the primacy of what was once called Twitter have often crashed and burned, like Parler and Getter, or they became centered on one person, a la Truth Social, or they barely made a dent in the platform's popularity and usage, like Meta's Threads, or they rely on pictures and videos and not text posting. But Twitter's original creator, Jack Dorsey, had been working on a decentralized version of the format he created with Twitter. It's called Blue Sky. It had been invite-only, but now Blue Sky will allow anyone to join. Blue Sky allows users to create their own servers, which helps to keep the company's costs down. Blue Sky already has about 3 million users, many who joined after disliking changes made to Twitter by its new owner, Elon Musk. With Fox on Tech, I'm Evan Brown, Fox News.
3: Some good earnings reports impacted Wall Street Tuesday, and Boeing stock closed up.
5: A choppy trading session with stocks gaining momentum heading into the closing bell and ending higher as the bond market calms down and as investors weigh strong earnings results. While looking for clues on the timing of the Fed's rate cuts. And shares of Palantir rose 30% for its best day on record after the data and analytics software company posted better than expected fourth quarter revenue growth. And shares of Spotify rose 4% after the streaming music service reported a smaller than expected fourth quarter loss. The Dow winners Boeing, United Health Group, and Disney. The Dow decliners Salesforce, McDonald's, and Amgen. The Dow rising 141 points. The NASDAQ up 11. S&P 500 up 11. Hilary Barsky, Fox News.
2: And local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Following two consecutive years of declines, Wichita bouncing back in a big way on the Milken Institute's latest list of best-performing cities. Wichita jumping 66 spots from last year, now up to number 88 on Milken's 2024 Best Performing Cities Index released yesterday by the California-based Economic Research Nonprofit. It's the fifth largest leap among all metropolitan areas classified in the report's large city category. The analysis said the top improving large metro areas in this year's report benefited primarily from robust employment growth between 2021 and 2023, reflected in short-term and one-year job growth. The Austin-Round Rock, Texas metro area was named the best performing large city overall.
3: Wichita-based Spirit Aerosystems reported fourth-quarter revenue 20% above the same period in 2022, but followed its biggest uh, customer Tuesday by declining to provide an outlook for deliveries in the the year ahead. Spirit, which makes 70% of the Boeing 737 MAX, that includes the entire fuselage, said it was waiting for direction on delivery and production rates from Boeing. Both companies are in the middle of an FAA investigation looking at production lines after a January 6th Alaska Airlines 737 MAX 9 lost a door plug panel minutes into a flight. Ongoing negotiations for a more favorable Airbus contract was another reason Spirit gave for the delay. And that's a look at local business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal. it's that tax time? Tax season's here. People getting their their receipts together and Mm -hmm. their, their documentation. The IRS says it expects to collect uh, hundreds of billions of dollars more in overdue and unpaid taxes than previously anticipated using funding provided by, to the agency by the Democrats' Inflation Reduction Act. Now that's according to new analysis released Tuesday by the Treasury Department and the IRS. The report says tax revenues are expected to increase by as much as $561 billion from 2024 to 2034, 10 years which is uh, substantially more than previous estimates. Well, wow. so they're putting down some more agents, and they're going to find more mistakes and, and, and people who are not paying all their taxes. Well, that's why the Internal Revenue Service exists. That's their job. To make you job. pay up. Yep. That's their job. Okay. How about the Dow closing up 141 points yesterday? Wow. That's good to hear. A, it'll, it'll, all, uh, it'll correct itself one of these days, but for now, the stock market is doing pretty well. National Girls and Women in Sports Day. You know, uh, uh, athletics play an important role in girls' lives nowadays. Uh, they, they didn't when I was a kid. I mean, there was virtually no sports for girls at all uh, that I can remember. And then uh, your generation, uh, my son and daughter, they came along. And, and what was that Title IX that opened all that up? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Had a huge impact. It did. In the early to mid-1970s to Besides helping to establish a routine for a healthy, active lifestyle, sports build confidence, leadership skills, and the ability to work with a team as you know okay, so my daughter uh played basketball. my granddaughters have played there's there are four of them between them they played basketball, softball, volleyball, gymnastics, and the youngest one Sammy Jones doing karate <laughs> so there you go. Women, in that. all over the and women in Sports Day. So, I just wonder—you know, a few of the the uh, women that I went to school with in, in junior high and high school, I was wondering what kind of athletes they would have been because some of them I, I think would have been really pretty, pretty darn good. Well, the yeah, every generation has that. All right, Women in Sports Day, seven fifty-four. Stephen Ten of the Morning here coming up, eight o'clock. Stay with us, Stephen Ten in the eight o'clock hour this morning uh we'll have an update on homeland security secretary surviving a house impeachment vote he will not be impeached ted has uh, sports as always right ted
2: yep we're four days out from the super bowl so we'll talk about that coming up in sports
3: plus you've got entertainment news the blur is on the way
2: yeah one of uh, my favorite movies of all time is celebrating an anniversary today so i'm looking forward we got a uh some good comedy coming your way in The Blur. Uh, Don't think, miss it. That'll be at 835 this morning. I'm guessing which one it is.
3: Okay. And we have traffic and weather coming up at the 8 o'clock hour as well. Stay with us. Steve at ten in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
2: Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G
0: network